Hey guys, if you're a teen like me, Brian Feldman, <laughs> please don't listen to this episode. There is swear words and cussing and adults in adult situations. What's What would you classify as an adult what? situation? Talking to Ryan Broderick in nice. any capacity. <laughs> You need like a spring boy, 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 boy. Yeah. You, you need a toilet flush. Hey there, hey there commuters. <laughs> this is Butch and the Dog at Butch and the Dog Morning Zoo. <laughs> Tune in for some hot content. I'm Ryan Broderick and this is this is Internet Explorer. Hi, I'm Katie Nishopoulos. Hey. This is still Internet Explorer. And we, Several seconds later, it's it's the same podcast. And we got we got a friend of the show, Brian Feldman. He's on the good show. Good friend. Yeah, good friend. Second time he's been on. Yeah. A returning Hi guest. Hi, Brian. Thanks for having me back. Brian Feldman, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome. So we want to talk about something that has been going around the internet. It's the hot buzz of the last couple weeks. I love hot buzz. buzz. Love hot buzz. It's the hottest, it's the most hot social meme. content. It's the on hottest, the web. most social meme. It is that boy. That boy. That boy. Brian, sh- why don't you tell us a little bit about what our listeners can expect if they are seeing this image around the internet? Okay. Do you know what frogs are? Mm, <laughs> wait, let me think. Let me think. Like, green guys, kind of mm-hmm. like Kermit. Yep, yeah. Gotcha. Right there. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Following. Okay. So imagine a frog. Riding a unicycle. Um. Uh, yep. So that frog is known as Dat Boy. Uh huh. And when you see Dat Boy, you just say, "Oh shit, what up?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so chill. It's the chillest meme. So this sort of absurd image of a frog on a unicycle, and then this sort of illogical accompanying phrase that sort of a call and response. You know, it's it's the hot new thing at the moment, and. The Daily Dot wrote an article about it. The Daily Dot is a website that covers internet culture. I'm sure that any fans of the show are familiar with it. And it was a pretty brief article uh, written by someone named Miles Klee. And there was instantly this immense backlash, apparently. Um, it was incredible. I, it, was, it, was, it was very violent. <laughs> it, was, it was very aggressive. So people were mad at Miles for exposing and trying to explain this meme. And, you know, the idea that, oh, you've killed it now. Uh, it's over. You ruined it. You ruined all our fun. Which doesn't make a lot of sense because, like, there's nothing really to explain. It's just like a, a frog on a unicycle and everyone's excited to see him. So here's a couple examples of the the venom and backlash that Miles was experiencing. Some, this is some of the stuff uh, that people uh, wrote to him on Facebook. Someone said, truly hate you passionately. How dare you chime in on anything to do with that boy? You are a murderer and I'm pressing charges. Another person wrote, please come touch me since everything you touch dies. Wow. So really, you know, people people sort of were going right after Miles. Uh, we're going to call it Miles, and we're going to give him some time to defend himself. Hi, Miles? Hi there. What's up, guys? Now, we have a, we have a question for you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you regret what you did? <laughs> no, I would do it again. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I came close to my goal of just decimating the meme for all time. It, it's 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 come back stronger than ever. <laughs> what would you say to the people who accused you of murder? Don't hate the player, hate the game. 
you know, we're all in the meme culture together. Uh, you know, some memes don't make it out alive. Is it true that perhaps you are you are jealous of Dat Boy and, and how and how cool and chill on a unicycle he is? Am I jealous of him? No, yeah. I, I think that if anything, I identify with him. That's why I wanted <laughs> to bring him to prominence. You know? <laughs> I see myself in Dat Boy, and I see Dat Boy in myself. <laughs> awesome miles we wish you the best of luck um we know that there's a lot of violence out there on the meme streets stay safe my friend i will thank you bye <laughs> all right bye miles bye. so brian i have a question for you on a scale of one to infinity, how ironic would you say the level of these supposed angry meme fans is? Uh, <laughs> let's put it at infinity. So what you're saying is when the meme fans say, you're a murderer, I hate you, <laughs> they are kidding? <laughs> I mean, what? it's a hypothesis. I haven't actually proven it, but... uh. Yeah. Do you think that being ma- uh, mad about a meme being written about or uh, co-opted is in itself a meme? Yeah. Like, performative anger has been around about as long as the internet has been around. <laughs> um, and applying it to, like, really stupid and inconsequential things makes it funnier. So... Ryan and I have experienced our own version of Miles. We've we, we've walked a mile in Miles' nice. shoes before. Nice, oh nice, 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 oh nice. Brian, I'm nice. gonna guess that you maybe have as well. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, a, a thing that happened this winter, not to Ryan and me specifically, but no. uh, to BuzzFeed. There had been this meme uh, around the new Star Wars movie centered around this character who has one line. Uh, you guys may remember this character. At some point, you know, the the main guy who's the former stormtrooper. I can't remember his name. What's his name? Finn. 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 He, like, you know, he's fighting the stormtroopers now. And this big, mean stormtrooper who has, like, a double sword kind of thing. He goes, yeah. traitor. And that's, like, the one line he has. He was nicknamed TR8R by the fans because if you say that out, out loud like like the Avril Lavigne song it would be tra- traitor. Yeah, like traitor boy. Can you traitor boy? Can you repeat that he again? Was a I don't quite boy. follow. Said, See he you was later, a boy. boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a song about Benedict Arnold. <laughs> so this this character sort of became a meme. People liked this character even though, you know, technically he was a bad guy. They just they were amused by him. They made all these memes about him. BuzzFeed did like a roundup of these memes and people who had been making them freaked out and started flooding uh the fan page with all this, you know, anger and venom about like how dare you BuzzFeed, we hate you for ruining our meme, which was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think part of it might be BuzzFeed is, like, actively profiting off of these posts sometimes, mm. whereas, like, Tumblr mm. Tumblr people are doing it, you know, out of the kindness of their heart or whatever. It's true. I wouldn't be driving the Lamborghini that I drive if it wasn't for yeah, me right. shamelessly repackaging memes uh, stolen from Tumblr onto uh, well, this website. I think BuzzFeed announced this last week at our new Friends conference that we're, uh, we haven't successfully done it. Uh, there's a lot of 
dead cats, but we have been trying to genetically engineer a new grumpy cat. Uh, we have a laboratory full of uh, cat fetuses and jars, and we're just tr- we're trying to grow. You know, we're trying to grow intellectual property. I was an intern for three months, and I own three islands. One, <laughs> yeah, one for each month. It's, it's kind of messed up. Yeah, I'm I'm dressed at all times like Macklemore from the thrift shop video, <laughs> like in a big fur coat. <laughs> but do, do you think it is a lot to do with the intellectual property, or do you think it's more of like a punk band selling out sort of thing? Once something reaches like critical mass, it's not fun anymore. Um, it's not an in joke that people like. But Katie, this has happened to you too, right? Where people get really pissed at you. Oh yeah, totally. This happened multiple times. I mean, as as the three of us are are people who have you know written about memes professionally, yeah, which is fun. You know, it's it's you can't complain about it. A good example that happened to me kind of recently was uh, there was a Facebook group that was kind of part of this whole weird Facebook world, mm-hmm. which is kind of like weird Twitter, but weird Facebook. So you can read about silly. weird Facebook on Select All. There you go. Nice. And it was uh, the topic of the group was for people making memes about the song Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas, um, which you guys all remember, I'm sure. Um, Let's play a clip just in case they don't remember. It's hard to explain the joke. It's just funny. People would just be talking about this one song over and over again and how much they loved it. It was nonsense. Yeah. I had been in this group for a long time. I loved it. It cracked me up. Somebody, I believe actually in our UK office, Ryan, had had written a post about this, about how like people were kind of making memes out of the smooth song. And I was watching this and I was like, this is pretty funny because it's kind of funny watching people freak out over like a silly thing. So I made a, um, I made a quiz. And this is very straightforward. And in fact, most of the people who read and took this quiz were people who were just frankly fans of the song. We're like, oh, yeah, I love this song. I remember this. It's a great song. It's hey, a great I did song. pretty well. I, I heard this song just the other day. Um, and I posted it into the group and I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> love this group. Made this just for you guys. And they got so mad. <laughs> and I got these, I got a lot of DMs that were like, I mean, obviously like, the anger is like, it's half ironic, but some of it is like, weirdly kind of actually mad so like this one woman wrote to me and i guess she was maybe one of the you know admins for the group or something she said like sort of very passive aggressively hi i'm gonna have to delete you from all the groups i manage wow and uh you know someone else (laughs) wrote to me and said no one is happy about your unsmooth buzzfeed post (laughs) (laughs) this is where it's kind of like it's half a joke half not this is all caps, by the way. I would be devastated. Yeah. <laughs> you've ruined the group. I hope you're happy. This was our thing, and you've ruined it. GTFO, Katie Natopoulos. You're ashamed to the internet and Greeks everywhere. Wait, did you say Greeks yeah. or Greek people? You know, because- Why? Why are Greek people? Um, That's because harsh. my last name sounds Greek. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just responded to this one. I love to post. But, <laughs> you know- <laughs> the, these were these were really funny because it's like you know this guy is half like he's mm-hmm. he's half actually mad but half kind of just wants to talk to me and kind of like making a joke and kind of like gets it he called it unsmooth like it it's a half joke uh, i was trying to think of like a time when i had co-opted a meme and freaked everybody out is the uma compton controversy from mm. a few months ago which we talked about on this podcast 
But basically, I found out about this like crazy racist troll named Uma Compton that uh, was sort of a, perfor- a, a performance art project supported by a bunch of rabid teenagers on this message board. And we talked about them on the show, and I wrote about them on BuzzFeed, and I basically had to leave Twitter for three days because people were threatening to murder me. Like, and people were going through my old tweets and trying to find my address, and like, it was totally intense. And it was it was worse than anything Fortune had ever done for, done to me. And the main crux of their anger seemed to be that I had ruined the joke. Well, but that was a spe- that was a slightly different thing where the joke required that it was fooling people, right? But what I'm argu- what I'm what I'm saying is that perhaps that uh, emotion is kind of tied to all of these things which is not a a a sense of fooling people but the joke is actually how stupid and huge you can make something and then once the light is shown on it it sort of loses that edge it's the meme cycle of life yeah i mean this this is a little bit something that we talked about last week with our guests Doreen St. Felix and Nayela Orr about how when the meme cycle becomes profitable to corporations like Denny's or BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed LLC. Um, BuzzFeed LLC. That, you know, in the case of that boy, it's probably hard to find, like, who is the content person. Like, we're it's a having... stock image being sold on animationfactory.com. Right. Well, we know that, but we don't know who <laughs> came up with the idea of turning it into a funny meme. Like, we know who made the drawing of the image. And I don't like to be honest. No one's weeping for anim- the like They're stock cool image place. I, I talk to them. They're cool with They're it. They're cool with it. But you know, no one's. I think the thing is like no one's really crediting whoever the funny creative teenagers probably are who came up with making it a joke. And the sort of similar example is uh, the young woman Peaches Monroe who came up with the on fleek meme. Uh, where she was just kind of like joking around and said on fleek in a vine, and then it became this huge thing. And, you know, she never saw a dime from the fact that, you know, companies were using it in their advertising or their, you know, social media stuff or all, all, you know, this thing sort of blows up. And there actually is this young content creator who made a funny joke and will never really see any. A really good, a really good and interesting example to sort of wrap all this up. Uh, I want to bring up a meme that has been floating in the periphery of like the mainstream, but it, it'll never go mainstream. And it's super focused on uh, like a creator's. It's super focused on someone's creation, and I've explained it to Katie and. Brian, you and I, we've been talking about this meme for like almost two years now. Let's talk about loss.jpg. Okay. Uh, so, where, Ryan, where should why I start? don't you explain what this is? Because loss.jpg, like the file name, has been around kind of a long time. It is weirdly picking up steam. I tried to explain this to Katie for a segment last week, and I couldn't fucking do it. Give us the, like, the short version. Loss.jpg is a four-panel meme parodying... A cartoon from 2008 created by a um, notorious web cartoonist named Tim Buckley uh, for a series he was doing called Control-Alt-Delete. And the original cartoon he did was a four-panel reveal of the main character in this series, his girlfriend, having a miscarriage. And it was so tonally off from the series 
And it happened at the exact moment that he was, uh, Tim Buckley was having sort of a meltdown in his message board community. It all sort of coalesced into this huge joke that has been continuing for almost a decade where people would make parodies of this four panel cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what sort of specific, yeah. if, so, if you see this floating around the internet and you're not understanding exactly what you see when you see a very confusing four panel wordless comic, it's that they have taken the images from the original four panel comic and have abstracted them into their most bare bones form. So like, I've seen it with pizza toppings. I've seen it with screenshots from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I've seen it with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I've seen it with literally a Pokemon dungeon layout that is cut into four quadrants. I've seen it in so many different ways. I feel like a lot of meme kitties, like a lot of like fucking, you know, message board goons, they use the term meme cancer, and I feel like this is the closest to literal meme cancer where it's this insane sickness in me now where I can just get this stupid joke regardless of what it shows up like, you know. Yeah, it's it's like almost unique in like in terms of memes in that like there is no text and you don't like you can't really understand it unless like you've seen it a bunch of times and it's just sort of like worked its way into your awareness and like oh now I have to look for this mm-hmm. thing or <laughs> I don't understand this image maybe I should look for lost.jpg hidden within it oh there it is right yeah. so one thing i think we need to right off the bat clear up is that the joke isn't that we're that the people are making fun of the concept of miscarriage. No, no. Um, it, it t- I mean, not at and all. It, because it seems really heartless at first when you're like explaining, well, it's a joke about a webcomic about miscarriage. And then you're like, well, that's not funny. The thing is, that comic in particular was sort of like a straw that broke the camel's back. And yeah. like people who did not like this guy or his webcomic and who had like some grievances with him saw an opportunity to really take him to task for something. I, I've talked about this before on the show, which is that like I may or may not have been thrown out of the Control-Delete webcomic message board <laughs> in this for being a troll, uh, whatever. But I can give you a little, a little context at the, uh, for this, which is that it was about two gamers who looked very similar to Jay and Silent Bob or like the dudes from Clerks. And they would play video games, and it was like jokes about video games. And then all of a sudden, Tim Buckley, the cartoonist, he wanted to make it kind of a, a more than just a gag a day strip. He wanted to make it more of an actual comic comic. He serialized it. Yeah. And then this was happening at the same time that he was becoming stricter about what people could and couldn't do in the message board. And he, I believe, also briefly tried to monetize it in like a really obnoxious way. And so there is a lot of resentment and growing anger among his fan base about what was happening to this fairly innocuous, simple video game comic. And Lost.jpg kind of got dropped right as this swell of anger was peaking. So it became it became a symbol of everything wrong with webcomics and like this bloated, weird convention world of like amateur artists. One of the things that I, I think that Lost.jpg does not have the potential to be sort of blown up and destroyed in the same way Dat Boy was. Um, Because the barrier for entry is really high to understand it. You have to understand so much context to get the joke. Right. You know, it's not like Grumpy Cat where you're like, well, it's a picture of a cat and the cat (laughs) looks grumpy. And then, like, literally anyone can take a look at that with no context and be like, that's funny because that cat looks really grumpy. And the same with Dat Boy. It's like, 
it's a frog on a unicycle. It's a pretty funny image. And then the joke is, yeah, you call him that boy and you say, what up? Yeah. And yeah. and that's the joke. And everyone's like, okay, okay, yeah, I get it. But the Lost Ash JPEG is like, okay, it's it's about a miscarriage webcomic. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's so convoluted. Yeah. And it's, I think that's given it some of its staying power because it's been around for years now. Brian, when you wrote about Lost Ash JPEG for Select All in uh, last November, uh, you spoke to Tim Buckley, and in your in your piece, you title it "Talking to the Man Behind Loss: The Internet's Longest Running Miscarriage Joke." How does he feel about inadvertently creating this like weird thing that won't die? He's pretty chill about it. Um, he's mostly moved past it, and at this point, years later, he is like sort of amused that people keep bringing it up to him. <laughs> So if you're listening to this and you feel like we have now ruined Lost.jpg, which ho- ha- was our intention. Please uh, write to us at bfeldman at yes. nymag.com. Yes. Brian.feldman. Brian.feldman at nymag.com. Give him a piece of your mind. Please. Send me good memes. You know, in a lot of ways, I think of Lost.jpg like the loss of the memes that we've killed here today. R.I.P. Yeah. I think that we should end this episode on... A song that me and Brian used to listen to pretty much constantly. I've played it at parties before. It's a perfect song. It's titled That Dumb Song Fur Flies with Dog and Cat Instead of Person. And it was uploaded to YouTube in 2010. And it is essentially a MIDI file of Owl City's Fireflies, but all of the notes have been replaced with cat and dog noises. (laughs) Brian, as a meme lord, Hmm? a meme slayer, Meme Smith and Meme Expert. That's what it says on my business card. <laughs> Thank you for coming back and joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, Thank you for having me. If you have any ideas for uh, bullying techniques that we can use on Brian other than swirlies and wedgies, you can always contact us at either at iExplorer on Twitter or Internet Explorer at BuzzFeed.com. Send us an email. Tune in next week. I have been challenged by Katie to live a day like Woke Bay Matt McGorry. <laughs> so I will be spending I will be spending oh, uh, no. this th- this Friday. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, the day this episode comes out, I will be spending 24 hours living like Matt McGorry. So if you are a woman and you want me to drown you out, uh, I like to read the bell jar naked <laughs> and tell everyone about it. So... Um, That's the worst mental image. To all the woke bays out there, thanks for listening. Thanks, uh, of course, to Miles Klee uh, of The Daily Dot for being unapologetic about, you know, doing what he did. Live your life, Miles. We appreciate you. Never apologize. Never surrender to the memes. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our memes. That's right. (laughs) If our producer, Julia Furlan, was a meme. A dead meme? A dead meme. Yeah, she would be, Julia would would be the Harlem Shake. Yep. Um, if Eleanor Kagan was a dead meme, she would be uh, making puns on the Carly Rae Jepsen song, Call Me Maybe. Yeah. You know what Meg Kramer would be? What's that? She would be those um, shit people say videos on YouTube. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you to CDM Studios. <laughs> it's, it, it actually sounds for crazy da- dank memes. Crazy dank memes. Cool dank meme studios. Cool dank memes. Brian, 
here's the thing about him is he has the kind of face you want to punish. Oh my god! So <laughs> like, I just want like to you look beat at him, him and up. you're just like, I want bad things for you. I would describe it as like a wedgie face. Like yeah. I want to give you, yeah, I want to yeah, give yeah. you a swirly. I want to put you in a toilet with your head first, and I want to flush the toilet. Yeah. Minute. Well, it's it's nice to be back in high school. Yeah. <laughs>